I try to go on, take like myself on a date every day, even if it's for five minutes. And when I'm by the ocean and I can like feel like the waves coming in and out, I just find it so calming and I'm able to like actually hear my thoughts and write the way I want to write, whether it's like abstract or more concrete on how I'm feeling. But I think nature, it's like the ultimate source of inspiration for me. Welcome back to the Well Now It podcast. I'm your host, Savannah. If you're new here, this podcast is for Gen Z's, 20-something-year-olds, unsure what they want to do post-grad or with their career. So I interview diverse people from completely different backgrounds to hear more about their career journey. So I've had pro surfers, intimacy coordinators, musicians, lawyers, doctors, kind of everything that you can think of to hear their opinion. And also, I just talk about those Well Now It moments in life, especially with this pandemic and with COVID this past year we're just we're in a period of questioning things so that's what this podcast is it's just showing you know it's okay to question things and it's good to be okay with you know being uncomfortable or wanting to get out of your comfort zone that's that's really important so I feel like I've had a crazy few weeks but this past weekend I went on a camping trip with Max so the girl that I had the podcast with the relationship one so if you haven't listened to that one it's really funny so we just talk about relationships in general and then we read your funny date stories but we did a beautiful hike um it was pretty steep at the top but then we like we camped kind of illegally but the view was stunning absolutely insane I did post photos on my personal Instagram but maybe I'll post some on the one I would podcast because the sunset and the sunrise was incredible and so worth it. So it was a really nice weekend to just recharge and to be out with nature. But anyways, today's guest is Natalie Lugwig. I, you know, I love Natalie. I love this conversation. She's just so genuine and, you know, she's she's done a lot. So she's so she's a professional model. So you've probably seen her on fancy magazine covers, the runway, but she's also super well educated. She's also the founder of a company she recently started called Conscious Co. And she talks all about it. We talk about sustainability, what that means to her and, you know, the modeling world and how that affected her mental health and trying to balance it all. Um, so I love this conversation. And she's also a local Vancouver gal. She's out in California right now, but she's born and raised here. And we have a lot of mutual friends because we're around the same area, but it was a really great conversation. And of course, we end the episode with some fun rapid fire questions. So stay tuned for those. So yeah, let's get straight into the interview. I'm joined by the wonderful Natalie Ludwig. Natalie is many things, but she's um, mostly a fashion model and she is the co-founder of her recent brand Conscious Co. And it's the one-stop shop for the leading sustainable household and self-care products. Natalie has also modeled for such amazing, incredible brands and magazines. So I'm really excited to chat with her today. And she's also a fellow Vancouver gal. Um, so yeah, I'm just so excited to learn from you and, you know, the industries that you're in, whether that's modeling or, you know, your entrepreneurship journey, sustainability, they're all industries I'm not super knowledgeable about. So I'm just excited to learn from you. Amazing. I love, I love the elevator pitch. That was great. <laughs> nice um, to so meet you. <laughs> yeah, you as well. So how has this last year been for you? Obviously the pandemic is slowly, you know, easing up. I think you're in the States right now. So how has it been for you? Yeah, it's been a crazy year. So I was living in New York at the time when COVID started and I ended up coming back to Vancouver, living at home for a while. And then I, you know, obviously jobs weren't happening much with modeling and I was just home twiddling my thumbs, trying to figure out what to do next. And I ended up applying to grad school. I'm, I love learning. Like if I could stay in school forever, I would. So I ended up applying to USC and getting into a master's program. 
So kind of on a whim, moved to LA at the end of the summer, just to be immersed in the environment. Although I wasn't able to go to campus except for like little professor meetings, um, I just really wanted to be out of, out of the home environment. And obviously it was really hard. Like everything was shut down and it was a scary time. A lot of people were experiencing a lot of anxiety, including myself, but it was nice to kind of put my mind towards something else and have a completely different life in a way. So yeah, that was very cool. Like you were, so what was your master's in? Uh, entrepreneurship and innovation. So that's kind of where Conscious Co stemmed from. I've always yes. wanted to do something revolving around sustainability. That's my number one passion, but it was really fun in the program to like test things and, you know, do pitch decks and meet with investors and kind of really understand like the inner workings of the business and like make sure I cared enough about it to dedicate everything towards it. So that was a big part of it. That's very cool. I went to UVic and I was in the business program, but I specialized in entrepreneurship. So it was only really the fourth year that we were able to kind of focus more on entrepreneurship. So our last four months, we had um, we had to like develop a business idea and pitch it to investors, something similar to that. So what was your program like? What, did you actually have to develop a business like we did or what, what was it like? Yeah, I love that you did that as well. I think it's so important and so helpful and just like your overall personal growth and getting outside of the box. But we each class was kind of different. There was more like creative classes, more financial based classes, but definitely a lot of teamwork. And so in two classes, I took Conscious Co. through. It started with like a company called Trust Trunk. It's completely evolved. I'm sure it will continue to evolve as mm -hmm. things change on the planet as I learn more. Um, but that was definitely like the big part of the program was, you know, using this model of like, I do believe individual action can make a difference and it can sustainability wise, it's so much about the big corporations and like global policy and, you know, big, it's at a systemic level that the change will occur, but individual action leads to that, that kind of care and does make an impact. So that was kind of like, I'm going to create a business surrounding that making it easy for people, educating people. And then we kind of just like met with investors, tested that whole concept over such a long period of time. And I feel like I've been like really lucky to have such a good group to do feedback with and professors to learn from and like ways I can adjust. And it's been really an amazing year. That's yeah, that sounds incredible. So is this like a side project that you're working on? I know you haven't fully launched. So when is like, what are the next steps with your business? Yeah. yeah. So right now it's, if you go to the Instagram co.conscious, it's a sustainability newsletter that you can sign up for. And the Instagram is a place to go to you know, I want people to feel more connected to nature, to learn more about nature, but also just have a greater love for it. So I want it to have kind of a hopeful undertone. Of course, we need that in order to make change. Um, and so right now it's a sustainability newsletter weekly. And then as we start to grow as a community, I have some brand partnerships and working on lining up to really create this one-stop shop green platform that will be green from the packaging to the ingredients, to the shipping, and, you know, that, that said so much and there's so much green jargon out there, but I really want to make sure there's no single use plastics and like the ingredients are completely transparent and that people like learn about what's in them in a very simple way. So that's what it's going to evolve into, but growing a community is definitely the, the goal, right? Wow. Now. Wow. Okay. So you talked about how sustainability is your passion. So what were you kind of like, like, I'm, one of, I'm trying to get my mind into like what your childhood was like, were you always really passionate about it? How did modeling come into play? Yeah. Um, yeah. So do you just mind walking me through that? Yeah, of course. Um, okay, well, as you know, Vancouver is the prettiest place on the planet. Yes. It's actually insane. <laughs> 
So I think growing up in that environment, my parents were super active and, you know, we'd always be swimming in the ocean, collecting rocks and just exploring and being little kids frolicking in mud and just running around Vancouver. And yeah, if I could be outside 24 seven, I definitely would. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the modeling thing kind of came very organically. I was scouted in Vancouver when I was playing field hockey and I ended up going to Dartmouth for college in New Hampshire, which was super close to New York. So it was kind of just a great way to like go meet with New York agents and see if I could manage to do both. And that was an amazing experience in itself. Like I'm so grateful for that industry and like the people I've met, the creatives, like every encounter. I think there's, as we all know, like there's so many things wrong with fast fashion. And I've learned so much through being in the industry that I think it's allowed me to like focus on other things as well. It's like, okay, how can I make an impact and have a voice within this industry and using my platform? So that's kind of been a natural evolution into really focusing on both. Okay. Yeah. So you were in school and full-time and then trying to model on the side. Like how did you balance all that? Um, And right now, yeah. Are you still modeling? Is it still, is it a passion of yours or like, how do you feel about it now? Yeah. Yeah. So balance was rough at some points. I definitely hit a breakdown probably three years ago. Oh my God, it's like so bad. But it's taught me that you can say no to things and you need to prioritize balance in your life. Um, I am so grateful for the industry. Like I have the best agents behind me that, you know, I'm able to be like, okay, I'm focusing on this with work this week with Conscious Co or with other things of their projects I've been working on. They're all about like championing my passions. Um, And also like, I can be very open about mental health with them, which is really nice. So yeah, now I am modeling. I signed with an agency in LA called Freedom Models. And then my agent from New York still gets me a lot of jobs here or I can go to New York for work. Um, So kind of doing both, Um, but it's been a great way to like, I feel like it all kind of intertwines in a way. Like I'll meet someone on set that's passionate about this. And then like, Mm -hmm. I've met a great friend who shot a Dior campaign last year. And now she's going to help me shoot my videos for Conscious Co. And go climb some trees this summer. And like, really, it's kind of this amazing, like collaboration of like these, the people in the industry I find are like so fascinating and have so many other passions that we're able to put our minds together and see which ways we can help each other with those passions. So that's kind of, yeah, yeah. no, I I love that. I know I was like, I was wondering with your entrepreneurship journey, how does that mesh with modeling because I know being an entrepreneur you have more creative control of like what you want to do and modeling correct me if I'm wrong like it's usually there's you know there's directors or whatever that are more in charge of the creative control like do you have a say when it comes to modeling for example do you get to have that creative control or you're just mostly there to like wear the clothing or yeah Yeah. what is it like yeah that's a good question I think it really depends on the set I think Mm it is like a collaborative effort. And I think, you know, usually I feel like I have a great dialogue with the photographer before and know, you know, the the character that they want to convey and what is their messaging and how can I, what can I bring to the table to make that feel more authentic? So yeah, I think that this allows me to have a lot more autonomy and I love that I can set my schedule and, you know, nothing's going to happen with Conscious Co unless I make it happen. So it's kind of this like, pressure like I haven't been sleeping in the last few weeks because I feel like I've constantly been like on a whirlwind of like what is next what can I do next what can I give people what do people want and it just it's it's a lot more high stake for me but I love it and it's exciting and it all blends quite well yeah I'm really excited for you and I know you touched a little bit upon mental health and obviously balancing you know modeling school and like being an entrepreneur um yeah how have you tried to you know take care of yourself in the form of like self-care and you know 
um, you know, the importance of mental health. So yeah, how have you done that? I think for me, like when I talk about like that three year mark, when I really burnt out, I ended up doing a yoga um, teacher training in Bali, which Mm -hmm. sounds cliche, but it was the best (laughs) thing ever. And that really, really helped me. And I think having a daily practice that you can, you know, use to clear your head and like believe in something bigger is just so crucial for me. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's really been down to like mindfulness and yoga and you know, first thing in the morning, like meditating and taking care of my brain. And I think for me, that's it. And then also nature, you know, I live such, regardless of me being like in Zoom classes all last year, in the morning, I would go out and go for a run around the canals. Like at nighttime, I would go surfing. I would just be sure to be, you know, the times I wasn't working, it was like productive use of like, how can I take care of Natalie? And that's been a big part of it. Um, And also writing. I love writing. I think it's the best way to kind of brain dumb and actually realize how you're feeling. And that's been a really therapeutic experience for me. That's great. Yeah. So where do you get your creative inspiration? Again, is it like being out in nature, especially for um, your company? Yeah. Where do you get, you know, your innovative ideas? It's actually a hundred percent being out in nature. Like yes, I live a five minute bike ride to the beach. So I, so nice. It's so nice. <laughs> I love it. Um, so for me, it's taking my journal down to the beach I try to go on, take like myself on a date every day, even if it's for five minutes. And when I'm by the ocean, I can like feel like the waves coming in and out. I just find it so calming and I'm able to like actually hear my thoughts and write the way I want to write, whether it's like abstract or more concrete on how I'm feeling. But I think nature, it's like the ultimate source of inspiration for me. Yeah. And with sustainability, I think, you know, people are getting more and more educated, you know, as time goes on. Do you find that you still with your company as you're going to launch, do you still feel a need that you're going to educate people, not just on like what your, you know, your company does the marketplace, but mostly like the overall topic of sustainability? Absolutely. I also think Mm -hmm. I'm still learning so much, you know, like I was talking with my partner, I'm I'm a co-founder as well. I have a partner in Sweden and we were talking today about like, okay, we need to be so clear about our values and what we believe in. Cause there are so many things that are good for the environment. And then there's like an extra, like, okay, but wait, they also do this. And mm-hmm. it's really figuring out. I, I think that there's so much room for me to educate myself, but also to teach others. And I think that, you know, there's so much greenwashing jargon out there. And like, you know, you look at like recycled poly leaking like microplastics into the oceans yet. So many people are like, oh, it's recycle that's made of plastic bottles like this is great this is like the coolest new shoe and it's like it it, you just kind of then learn like oh this isn't good and like what ways can we be better about this so I think it's a constant growth process I'm learning so much more about new materials learning so much more about ways we can work together so I do think that there's always room for learning I think education is the most important thing so Totally. So where do you learn um for yourself specifically like what are the kind of resources you go to to learn more about it Yeah. Okay. So I have been volunteering for the last year with a organization called climate voice as well. And it was started by the old Google sustainability head and he's brilliant, super involved in green policy. So I kind of get to, you know, understand such a greater world of environmentalism and a really impactful world of environmentalism. Um, And then otherwise a lot of reading, like I love project drawdown. I think it's a, it's like said to be like the most comprehensive, um, book for fighting for climate justice and I find that to be super informative um 
I follow a lot of different climate organizations on Instagram. My entire Instagram is just like. <laughs> <laughs> that, must be, that must be a really good feed though. Cause social media can be sometimes unhealthy. You know, you're constantly yeah. scrolling, you're seeing other people, but if you've curated your feed like that, things that you're really passionate about, that's a really smart way to do yeah, it. I think that's an ultimate mental health hack as well. Yes. We you know like the comparison and just being like, okay, this is what I find really cool. Whether it's like NASA and what's going on in space or like BBC mm-hmm. earth and like following, you know, there's just so many cool resources and it can be an, an incredible tool. So that's yes. Kind of- yes. So where do you see yourself in the next five years or like the next few years? Like, where do you hope to see yourself, whether that's, um, you know, with your business, entrepreneurship, modeling, whatever, where do you see yourself? Okay. That's a really good question. This is what I've been trying to figure out lately. I know it's the whole <laughs> podcast is like, well, now what? So like, you don't have to have a concrete answer, but I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, um, I think it's a good thing to ponder, but I, I'm hoping that, you know, Hey, it's me popping in and saying, if you like this episode, please subscribe on the platform that you listen to leave a review on Apple podcasts. It helps people find it so that I really appreciate that. And then follow me on Instagram at well now at podcast. Let's get back into it. I'm hoping that conscious co made has made a difference and that people are using extremely sustainable sustainable household products and beauty products and that they're taking care of themselves and they know what they can do to make a difference. I hope that people are talking more about the environment and it's normalized. And I, oh, what else? With modeling, I think, you know, I do love the industry. I hope I'm still in the industries till I'm, till I'm old. It's such an amazing kind of creative resource for me. And it's Mm -hmm. been such a great journey the last like been what 10 years now oh wow yeah it's been a long time so I think it's kind of something that will always be with me I hope um I hope I have a massive garden and I'm just (laughs) living off the land and Mm -hmm. you know an even more primal lifestyle than I do now I think that ultimately I just want to be able to make a difference and I want to at least make some people shift their habits I think you know you grow up with I mean, even seeing how my parents have shifted their habits in the last like two years with me and my sister being such diehard environmentalists, it's been amazing. So just having, just kind of seeing how things change when you, when you start to speak up. Yeah. Especially if you're having such a positive impact around people that you're closest with your parents, like the ones that have raised you and you're able to kind of influence their mindset, you know, for the better. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, It's rewarding. Yeah, um, I was hoping we can end it with some fun rapid fire questions if you're down. Okay. What is your favorite place to travel for work and then for vacation? And they could be the same. Amsterdam for work. I love Amsterdam. I think it's Me the too. place on the planet. Yes. Yes. Nice. <laughs> um, biking everywhere, museums, all the good things. Yes. Um, and then favorite place to travel? Yes. Um, for vacation. Yeah probably La Jolla where I'm actually going on Friday. It's kind of where my family grew up going in the summers and it's just surfing, little surf town beach, like just everything relaxed and everything accessible, beautiful cliff walks, all of that. Good stuff. Amazing. Uh, What are some of your favorite products? Like that can be for like face, hair, you know, skin, whatever. Yeah. I love use the people. They are amazing. I don't know if you've used their stuff before, but I haven't no. Okay. You should definitely look into it. Okay. Their night serum is just like heaven. And so I, I love use the people a lot, um, for cleaning products. I use a lot of blue land. Um, and then, yeah, right now I'm in the phase of like testing out a, a bunch of different products for the platform. So it's been yes. really fun to kind of see what ways I can also 
become even more sustainable through, you know, reusable packets and like all these different kind of innovations that have come into the space. Cool. So are brands reaching out to you or are you going to specific brands that you like to try to get on the platform? It's been a mix of both actually, which has yeah, been nice. it's kind of all serendipitous and tying together. Very cool. Okay. Um, if a movie was made about your life, what genre would it be and who would play you? Oh my God, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> like it'd be like a, like a indie coming of age story and like kind of sad mm-hmm. and then beautiful and happy. Yeah. So, um, oh my God, who would play me? I'm so bad at they don't have to look like you. They can like resonate with your personality. If you feel like, I know people struggle with like, I don't know who looks like me, but. It's so funny that I literally, uh, I'm trying to think of anyone that I'm bad at names. I'm like my dad, my dad has worked in the movie industry for so long and I'll go to really? like, work with him and I'll be like, yeah. like I've watched a lot of movies, but it's one thing that I yes. really can't. I feel with like maybe looks maybe like Margot Robbie if you like her like I, can I mean I'm so that. down for that if that's yeah. I, lo- I love that you're giving me one and I will yeah. take <laughs> I'm trying to think of what's the actress in Lady Bird what's her name um, oh um Sir, Sh- Sir Sharon is she the Irish one yeah yeah she's yeah. Irish but I love I think her like the way that she works in that movie I don't know it kind of resonates or like yeah Maybe Florence Pugh or like yes, yes, good something choice. like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, Maybe yeah. I Natalie, see it. Natalie Portman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is on your current bucket list of like things to do? Oh wow, I would love to go hiking in Peru. I would love to, you know, explore mm-hmm. explore more of the world and obviously be on the land, probably opposed to being in the air. That's probably not the most sustainable solution. <laughs> um, but yeah, explore more. You know, I want to go to Patagonia. I want to go to, mm-hmm. there's so many, there's so many, so many things. Yeah. I've incredible hikes and places. Yes. Around, so. Um, and what's something that you do now that you didn't do, um, like before COVID, like before this whole pandemic, what has changed? I think I've, I write a lot more consistently. Like, I think I write every mm-hmm. day because, you know, it started the pandemic. I needed it and yes. now I love it. It's like a need to love, which is nice. Yeah. I need to get more into journaling. I used to have this is like the really basic journal, but the five minute journal. Oh, I, and... lo- I love the five minute journal. Okay. Okay. I, yeah, I was trying to get into it, but then I like kind of fell off. So trying to get back into it. Yeah. And once you do get into it, it makes such a difference. Yes. I like actually got that for my family, like everyone for Christmas a few years ago. Really? Okay. I don't know how many of them use it, but I think it's great. <laughs> yes. Okay. Good. Um, what is one piece of advice you'd give to your 16 year old self? don't put so much pressure on yourself um, Mm -hmm. and that you are enough. I think that you don't hear that enough when you're little and it's really important. Yes. Very true. Um, What is something most people don't know about you? So funny because my first thing goes like twin because it's like that summer camp question where no one knows I have a twin. Yes. I don't know if you know I have a twin. I'm a twin brother. I didn't, I didn't know that. So that's new. You didn't know that? (laughs) No, no. Okay. Well, he's my best friend. I talk to him every day. Oh my gosh. Love him. Shout out to Nicholas. Um, So you have how many siblings do you have you yeah have so younger sister brother. older brother and twin brother and wow. all my best friends probably don't laugh with anyone nearly as hard as I do with all of them so that's amazing what is the age difference between all of you guys um like four years and three years um, okay. but yeah kind of all it all works well it's a good dynamic love that um what is your morning routine like or maybe ideal morning routine Okay. So I have linen curtains. So I wake up with the sun mm-hmm. very early, like six. 
Mm-hmm. I try to go surfing or go for a run to the ocean. I like have a thing where I need to see water every day. It like helps me feel more expansive and I'm a cancer sign. So I think that's part of it. of just like needing to feel the energy of water around me. Um, yes. Before that, I've definitely had coffee. I love coffee so much. And I need that like French mm-hmm. press ritual at home, um, mm-hmm. journal a little bit and then yeah, get outside before the work day. That's big Amazing. Thing. Um, a few more questions. Um, who are the three most influential people in your life? Wow. Okay. I think Oprah, I know that a lot of people would say that, but I think I've listened to like every super soul podcast. I've Mm -hmm. read every book she's recommended. She introduced me to Eckhart Tolle, who is like my greatest teacher, especially when I was down. So I would say like a lot of my mentality has, has come from like her teachings, which has been really amazing. Um, and then I would say my mom, I would say my mom is like, she's such an out of the box thinker. She always pushing to be, pushed me to be like, you are a Canadian, you are a sporty girl. Like I would be like the girl that was just hanging out with all the boys going up. And she was Mm -hmm. such an empowering force for me. Um, and, um, there's so many, I I love another model that, you know, allowed me to realize like I could be in this space and make a difference, Cameron Russell. So I joined her group called Model Activist and we would meet each week and she's extremely knowledgeable about fighting for climate justice. And like we would participate in so many marches and different lobbying petitions. And she is, she went to Columbia. She's just a brainiac and such a badass. And I love that I had that inspiration in an industry that is so different from that, you know? So those are, those are the three. Wow, those are really good answers. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was yeah, like, I love it. On. I'm like, my best friend tour. Like, <laughs> there's so many. There's so, there's many. so many. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's, a t- it's a tough question, totally. Yeah. Um, and last question on my Instagram on Fridays, I usually do Friday faves. So things I'm loving, whether that's podcasts, books, songs, items of clothing, or people. So for you, what is something that you're really loving? And again, that can be anything. Okay. I just listened to a really good podcast about kelp and I didn't, Ooh. I'm going to write my next newsletter about it. So stay okay. tuned. Um, okay. But it's a podcast called how to save the planet and it's awesome. They're super engaging. It's not like, it, it's a very fun podcast. Um, also anything Oprah super soul. Um, I've been listening to, I love that song. It's Orion sun. It's mango. It's like a freestyle version Ooh. of it. I've and never heard of that. Oh, it's so check fun. it out. Okay. So I've been diving back into Dolly Parton. I love Dolly Parton. Like, I'm really? going to clean out my closet today and play some really? Dolly Parton. <laughs> That's some <laughs> good energy to clean to clean your closet. I yeah, like it. it is. It is. Just flop around a little bit. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Natalie. It was so lovely getting to chat with you and learn more about you. Um, where can, can you plug in all your pages and stuff so people can find you? Amazing. Well, thank you yeah. so much. And wait, you want me to give you the insights of where to go? Yeah, just like let people know where they can follow you and find okay. Conscious Co and everything. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you can follow me at Natalie Ludd and then Conscious Co at co.conscious. And our website is the conscious.co where you can subscribe to our weekly newsletter and learn a, bit, a little bit more about sustainability and what's happening with our environment. Amazing. I can't wait to see when you like fully launch. I think it's going to be such an amazing um, business. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening. That was Natalie. I'll put her links down in ConsciousGo if you want to check it out. She does send out newsletters. I'm subscribed to it. I love it. I learn a lot from it. So make sure to check that out and I'll see you next week.